thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. We are qualified to be in the presence of the Lord. The blood. Because it's the only qualified substance to wash away our sins. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, I would plead that you pay a very serious attention to what God has put on my heart to share with you. Because um, there is a serious neglect of the Spirit of God in the Spirit of man that it is important that we pay attention back to this situation so as to be able to have a clear understanding of the leading of God in our life. And so the title of my simple message is Understanding God is by the Spirit. Praise the Lord. You know, if a man is going to be able to walk and hear from God and to do what God wants him to do, that man has to open his heart to the Lord and let the Spirit of the Lord become very strong in his heart. And what you will see as we go through the scriptures is that interchangeably, sometimes the Bible calls the heart of man the spirit, another time the heart. Christianity seems to be neglecting this important aspect of the leadership of God, and so we don't see much victory. And we don't have foresight to prepare. This morning, in the name of Jesus, I plead that you will pay attention to the Spirit of God, to your spirit. Amen. Father, we thank you for the privilege of gathering together in your presence. We are so assured by the word of the Lord that where two or three are gathered in your name and the emphasis is in your name, Lord, in your name we have gathered. So we are begging you towards us. Because from here we will be coming to the Holy Communion as well. We do not want it to become a ritual or a custom that once a month we have communion. But we want the holy presence of thine to be here. And so, Lord, we are asking that thy great spirit would touch our hearts and minister to us and fill our hearts in the name of Jesus. We are not taking our gathering here for granted. That's why we even warn 
that we should not be paying attention to any other distractions. Therefore, Lord, manifest yourself in your power unto us. In Jesus' name I have prayed and everyone said, Would you quickly turn your Bibles with me to John chapter 4. I read from verse 19. The title of the message is Understanding God is by the Spirit. And as we go along, you would begin to understand what I mean by it. In John chapter 4 verse 19, most of us who read Bible know about this woman who encountered Jesus, the woman of Samaria, at the well. And let's look at some interactions that took place during this, and then we go from here. The Bible said in verse 19 of John chapter 4, The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet, worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming. And now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such to worship Him. Verse 24. God is spirit. Everybody say God is spirit. And Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. The interaction between this woman and Jesus is something that I would plead with you that you make time to consider it carefully. When this woman had jammed Jesus or have encountered Jesus, it was so interesting what was important to her. As soon as Jesus said something about her, which she knew Jesus did not know, Jesus gave a revelation of things that she had done. It became of such interest to the woman that she concluded that you must be a prophet to know what you have said about me. Hallelujah. The woman said, the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Something has hit this woman's spirit. Praise the Lord. I want you not to take that side for granted. Sir, with what you have said, 
You are not an ordinary man. You have some unction. And I perceive that you are a prophet. Of course, Jesus is. But I want us to pay attention to the reaction which came from the woman. And I notice that most of us do not pay attention to certain things that the Lord does. You see, this is an unbeliever who didn't know anything. But as soon as she encountered Jesus and the light, and the Bible says that Jesus is light, praise the Lord. As soon as the light supply came into her spirit, she reacted. You are not an ordinary man. And I have been bothered about a certain question. I go to the mountains and I, no, I go to the worship place set by my forefathers. In Jew, you Jew people, you say the mountain, we know the story behind it. Because they didn't want them to go to Samaria, uh, to, uh, uh, to Jerusalem to worship. They also decided to mimic it. Do exactly what is being done in Jerusalem so that they can keep the people to themselves. So, now the woman had met with Jesus and had seen that there is something not quite aright. I pray that any time God visits you, you will understand. Do you know something? Sometimes sins block people and from encountering the Lord. And sometimes they even forget about that which they uh, forget about that which is blocking them. But sometimes when the light of the word of God is coming, it throws on the matter. And immediately you are able to acknowledge, mm. and I pray that any time God is coming your way, you will respond. Hallelujah. Perceiving, knowing something, which is a revelation, is by the Spirit. It cannot be ordinary. She was an unbeliever. She lived in sin. She was no good and everybody here in this church would condemn her. Because she has this. Five husbands. She was there. You know, whenever your sin is exposed, then that's why you are bad more than anybody else. Isn't it true? You are not minding me cry. When people do things in secret, they are not exposed. Their faces are holy. But when somebody's matter comes, she is the one we need to stone. That's why the Bible said when that woman was brought and everybody was expecting Jesus to condemn Jesus. But thanks be to God for something that Jesus said. Whoever has not sinned before, let him be the first man to take the stone and to stone. By the time Jesus got up from the writing, everybody was running away. And I have seen it in this country, in the church, everywhere in this world. That whoever sin is exposed, 
He is the one who is bad. Everybody else is no bad. May you not carry such a heart. So that when God begins to talk, and you begin to hear the voice of the Lord, you will now go to yourself and say, Lord, I perceive that you are talking to me. And I need to do something about my relationship with you in the name of Jesus. You know something the woman did which is fantastic to me? There was a routine of worshipping. And I know that the woman goes to this dried up. But she didn't have the solution. It was only when the lights came and realized and she came to the realization that all this worship and all of this that is going on today I have the right man to explain. I wonder why the woman never said anything else except for the relationship that was between him and God between her and God. And I came to understand that when the spirit of God comes to a man and he understands God the first thing the person thinks about is the relationship between herself or himself and God. I pray somebody will hear the voice of God today. Sir! You know, ordinary people cannot perceive. Church people cannot. They cannot pick up things by the Spirit. Instantly, when this woman jammed Jesus, The light came to her. And the Lord has promised you and I. The light has come. I will be your everlasting light. May something happen to you. In the name of Jesus. As soon as he. You know many a times. We encounter God. But because of all kinds of things. We miss God. I'm desiring. That none of us will miss God. Won't you say amen? The woman now. Sir. I have been part of this worship. I go and it is dried. But showing me something about you. To prove that indeed. You are exceptional. I want to understand. There are two places in our world where worship takes place. You Jewish people, you say this mountain. Our fathers, we came, they wrote it down and prepared this altar at this place. So we don't cross over to you people in Jerusalem. We do our worship as you do yours. But I have a question for you. Which one is the best? For me, when I heard the woman talking like that, it raised a very serious alarm to my spirit. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, Jesus also saw that the woman was a person. I pray that somebody in this congregation will be a yearning somebody whose relationship with God must be restored. 
Our fathers worship on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where we, uh, where one ought to worship. So it told me that if Jesus has said, your own is bogus, the woman from that moment would have started going there to Jerusalem to do the worship. But then comes the question that Jesus, in answering the question of this woman, that really has captured my heart so seriously. Now Jesus said to her, woman, believe me. You can neglect that statement there. Believe me, comma. Praise the Lord. I'm not hearing you at all. I said, praise the Lord. Woman, believe me. This morning as you are sitting here, are you really a believer of Jesus? Probably you may have come to church many times. Probably you have even gone forth to surrender your life to Jesus Christ when you got to the altar and said, Lord, I'm a sinner, forgive me. But it, indeed, you are really not a believer. I pray that as we hear the word of God, there will be a supply to your spirit. Woman, believe me. The first step to acknowledging God and for your spirit to be active is an encounter you need to have with Jesus. Your part of the deal is to believe him. If you don't believe Jesus, forget about church. God is not gathering people for gathering sake. He is gathering people for encounter with his son Jesus Christ. It's a good place to say amen. So the Bible said, woman, believe me. I was wondering, Bible did not record exactly what the woman's reaction was. But I perceive that the woman may have said, Papa, if I, in her heart, if I don't believe you, who else would I believe? After you have given me such a revelation about me, to whom shall I go? I believe you too much. The encounter Jesus Christ this morning, as you are hearing the word of God, that the power of God will come upon you. Bible didn't record, but certainly something happened. If you read the whole chapter, you will see that this woman became converted and immediately became an evangelist. If something had not happened to the woman, it would have been impossible for her to have done what she did by getting all the men in her city to also to be saved. May you believe the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know how to present this matter. Even me standing here, as God has borrowed my mouth to speak. It is a very serious matter for me. That my faith and my belief in Jesus must escalate. Hallelujah. 
The Bible said, woman, believe me, that is the first step unto the door of the things of God. Then Jesus went further. The hour is coming. When you will neither on this mountain, nor in Jerusalem, worship the Father. Praise the Lord. The woman is the one who made the Lord Jesus to open the worship that is by spirit and truth. Blessed be Jesus. It didn't take the apostles. It did not take the people who have walked with him. It didn't take. Just believed and surrendered. And the light of God gushed in her heart. And instantly she transformed. This morning, I sensed greatly in my heart. Somebody can catch such a blessing from God. Hallelujah. We come to church and it looks like it's become a routine. We come to church and sometimes it's as if as I preached a sermon years ago or just about somewhere last year. It becomes a custom. It becomes a tradition. There is no spirit in it. This woman has made me know there can be a change in my fellowship and walk with God. And that your spirit must be affected. Hallelujah. It takes the spirit. When the woman spoke, I want to tell you something. It was when she spoke that we got to know what had happened to her. Her spirit was littered. So the words she used were, I perceived. May you perceive something about your life. Jesus goes further to explain. We are too captured by traditions. And let me tell you something. That time will not allow us details. When we to the mountain on Jerusalem, the order with which they have to walk. When they were coming to Samaria, the worship grounds, the type of attire. The way you have to make your face and the steps you have to take. Time will not allow us to go into those rudiments. But I want to say to you this morning. Would you open your heart to the Lord? For the answer that the Lord gave. He crushed what has been instituted. He crushed what men seem to believe. And thought they were doing good. Jesus said the hour is coming. And I love it. I believe that Jesus was 
That's my personal belief. You have forced it to come now. Praise the Lord. I believe the woman, Jesus' reaction shows that the woman had forced the true worship to come now. Because now Jesus took the platform and took his time to now explain to the woman that all those ways of going with the candle burning and all of this and Jerusalem mounting and all of this is irrelevant now because I was going to teach on it anyway. But since you have acted in faith by believing me and had opened the door, may I first announce to you that now is the time to start worshiping the Father in spirit and in truth. Put your hands together in praise of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Many of us are worshiping. To be honest with you, we don't even know what we are worshiping. We come to sing some songs. We come to pray. And even sometimes in the course of praying so-called, our minds are somewhere else. It has nothing to do with Jesus. And yet we are very, very bold to say we are sons of God. Sometimes the Lord will be speaking your matter and and the revelation will be coming. And instead of you opening and beginning to commune with God, you even get offended about what the preacher is saying. The woman, you know, if anybody wanted to be offended, today if you ever met a brother, uh, if you ever met a sister, and you said, I perceive, sister, that you are not living right, who can tell me what a person will tell you? Praise the Lord. Who can tell me what a person will tell you? Is that your business? You see, where we have come to in our generation, somebody who wants to help you to stand right with God, if he told you, you will say, who has made you a prophet over my life? I'm aware of my life. Do they say, or they don't, don't they say I'm aware? Why are you not minding me at all? This morning, I perceive that many people are here who are saying, don't go where you are going. But I want to tell you that you didn't send me, and I love you. So I will go there. Bless the Lord. Somebody believes itself a big amen. The Bible said, Jesus said, this is you. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that whoever covers his sins will not prosper. Can you imagine, as soon as Jesus pointed out, I see it very much in our generation and it grieves the heart of the Father. Whenever you want to tell somebody the truth to stand well, to give the person the chance to amend things, they will now hate you to the ground. May you not be like that. Do you think that this woman didn't have the right to say, who are you to talk to me like that? Is somebody here at all? Who are you to talk to me like that? But she did not choose that option. 
she rather saw who is this man that loves me and is bringing me in line with my worship. I have been confused about my standing with God. I have slept in the night and have been thinking, say we should do it here. And then Jerusalem Jewish people are saying we should, you know, which one is good at all. Lord, you know, I really want to do it well, but I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure, Lord, would you tell me? The Lord now comes down and says, woman, all those things, their time is past. I want to show you the correct way of doing it. And may I announce to everybody this morning here, please don't put up anything. It doesn't worth it. Some of us make ourselves as we are saints. But deep in our hearts, we are dangerous wounds, wolves. May the Lord deliver you from that. You know, one of the things I am dealing with my own self, if you care to know, is that I want my heart always to be clean. Because I observe. I, 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 Pastor Bimpo and I were invited to go to Sunyani to have a convention for prophet Isaac Kujo and I asked what would you want us to come and talk about and the old man said to me I will not dictate to you what the spirit of the Lord will have you to talk to us it was a big burden and so I set myself aside to seek the face of God and I was told this is the team you should stand on and I mentioned to Pastor Bimpo, we even left. Before we even left. And the thing that God told me was so simple. My eyes are still searching in all of the earth. Not for beautiful or handsome people. But people whose hearts are perfect. Hey! And when I began studying, me myself, I realized that. Too much has been paid to the way we are doing things at the neglect of what goes on in our hearts. And I decided, Lord, I beg you, from now on, I want to walk with you in my heart. No more anything. Believers are the most first class hypocrites. This morning, drop it in the name of Jesus. Is somebody listening to me at all? I don't know where my sermon is going. But I am available, Lord. Hallelujah. Many of us can project something that is not. I want to say to you, be real, be real, be who you are. Because it's a great blessing. Praise the Lord. Whenever I preach such sermons, I will say that today I won't demonstrate nothing. Just be real. Just be real. You know, for me, I see a group of beautiful people. Everybody is neatly dressed. Everybody looks great in the congregation. But the Lord knows what he's saying. Something else he is seeing. For the eye of the Lord runs to and fro. 
seeking to show himself strong. Second Chronicles 16, 9, verse 9. I love that scripture very much. It's not part of the things that I'm supposed to be talking, but I will talk anyhow. Hallelujah. As I get inspiration, somebody shout a big amen. Would you let your heart be melted this morning as you are hearing this matter? Because you see, over and over again I've been reminded that Dennis, I want you to, my dealing with you is not anything physical. And then I will say, yes Lord, please help me. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that, let's go back to our main scripture, thank you sir. When Jesus has disclosed it in the next verse, you worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. Jesus began to explain that God chose the Jewish people, whether you like it or not, and they were free to be given with the opportunity to serve the Lord. That's what it simply means. But I'm interested in the following verses all the way to. The Bible says, but the hour is coming now when the true worshippers will worship the, the Father in spirit. There's something I want you to see. In the, on the board, you see that in spirit is a small s, correct? Is everybody awake? Today I give you the mandate. You look to your left, your right. Anybody whose eyes is going, you say, brother, you can't sleep under this sermon. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, would you shout a big amen. To be honest with you, I wish I have about three hours to just talk with you like this. See, it's a small S. In other words, it's your spirit man. Praise the Lord. Everybody who is born again, everybody who is here has three things. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. The body is what we see. And so now Jesus says that. Father wants, in other words, the scripture that I quoted earlier on, that tells you the eye of the Lord is running to and fro, is searching for your heart. In other words, is searching for your spirit. Amen. Is it established so far? that you ask you to worship me with your spirit but it had to be done also in truth and this is where the challenge is we do most things and we know very well that the thing that we are doing it has no truth in it somebody shout the big amen oh but I thank God that you and I are geared up to do it in spirit and in truth, to do it in spirit and in truth. I want to say to you this morning, be determined that you will serve the Lord from your heart. Anything that your heart argues about and your heart even does not allow you, don't do it. And let me just be honest with you. Sometimes I want to say something. Sometimes I want to write something. And then immediately there's a sharp edge in me saying that, is that what you really want to say? And most of the time, you are not careful, you disobey that. Because it doesn't come like a tender. Understand what I mean? Sometimes you are dealing with somebody and you want to say something and the Spirit of the Lord into your spirit will say, is that really what you want to say to the brother? And then your flesh will say, 
May the Lord deliver us from that. Oh, the aiming is not aiming at all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes you are dealing with your wife. And then something comes on you to say something nasty. And then there is a check in your spirit. Do you really have to say that? You said, no, no, man, can't. May the Lord deliver us. May your spirit be made alive unto God. The truth aspect. Whenever you hear the truth springing forth inside you, obey it. Amen. We haven't even reached where we have to go. This is still in the introduction. Because I see men of old who became so tremendous with their spirits. And the things they were able to perceive even before they happened. Today all the prophets that you meet who are not of God, they give you history just to deceive you. You are Eleonora. Your name was named when you were born. Is it new? You are not minding me at all. You are Eleonora. Your mama used to be a teacher. She's on retirement, so okay. Then the further thing is, you are Eleonora. You, 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 I see chalk in your hands. Okay, it has passed. You see, we have allowed all these past things to become so special to us and we are not looking forward to the future to see and then immediately we hear those things we fall flat may i say this to you when the spirit of the lord is in a man he can make reference to the past but his main aim is for the future you didn't hear that Are you understanding me? In Genesis chapter 41. Is it verse number 39 or 37? Let's see verse number 37. I will tell you why. You see, when Pharaoh dreamt that there was going to be hunger and seven years of prosperity, God didn't come forth to tell Pharaoh that this is what it meant. He only gave him the dream. And Pharaoh knew that the dream had something to do with his very existence. And so, Pharaoh now calls all the people who, the Chaldeans, the enchanters, the magicians, and everybody. And then he says that I have dreamt and I want interpretation to it. And when they called those people, they couldn't offer any help. But Joseph, the child of God, was called upon. And listen to what happened. So they, and Joseph was, he gave the dream that a man has dreamt. And then he was now giving the interpretation. One of the things I love about this chapter is that, you see, Pharaoh didn't tell the dream so that anybody else would have found interpretation to it. Praise the Lord. Most of you, 
You tell your dreams and people tell you the interpretations, whether it's true or not. They have finished you. You give me the dream and give me the interpretation, then I will believe you. There is wisdom in the word of God. So the Bible said, so those of you who people will come and you dreamt last night and you go and just sit down and say, I dreamt and then I dreamt that the man of God will make his way. The dream you dreamt meant this. Well, May the Lord deliver us, especially those of you in this church. May the word of God find a place in your heart. And have the true spirit of God to your spirit. Shout a big amen. Now, so the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh. Gave the interpretation and also offering some advice that this is what you need to do to avert the situation. You will prosper, your country will prosper for seven years. And after that, poverty will come for seven years. You know, as we are praying right now for this country, we pray that God will give our president the foresight in the name of Jesus. You see, what we need is not too much planning, but the revelation of God in this land. So the Bible says, he gives the advice. The advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants. Now let's go. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this? A man with whom the Spirit of God, take note of that. A man with whom the Spirit of, the, of God find. Can we really find somebody whose spirit, the Spirit of God is reside, re, resident? Let me put it that way. Praise the Lord. All the way to 42, the Bible says that. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as what? Descending and wise like you. May you be the one in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. These are the people we are missing in our generation. Would you offer yourself as a candidate where God can recite in your spirit and can you be a good blessing to a brother and a sister? This is my challenge. I want to be able to speak the oracles of God, not talking by heart because I can talk anyway, but I want to be able when I speak, I speak something to somebody's spirit. That's my heart desire. May you also be like that in Jesus' name. So the Bible says, can we find a man? Now, I love the word descending. In other words, perceiving the same as that woman had an encounter with Jesus and said, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Now also, in the Old Testament, the Bible is saying, you must also have the descending ability to be able to. And I pray for all of our brethren here who are in positions that the Lord will give a supply to your spirit uh, that you will be able to descend uh, and make the right kinds of decisions. Uh, in the name of Jesus, I lift them before you, Father. Somebody shout a big amen. The next verse, 
You shall be over my house. Appointment. And all my people shall and, 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 and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. Praise the Lord. In what job are you in? Who are you? I offer you a counsel today. Seek the face of God until you have been elevated to a position when you can shine the light of Christ. And that just don't go and occupy space, but bring something of God that will transform the lives of men in the name of Jesus Christ. Get down on your knees. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for discernment. That people may abuse your position. But that you will be a shining light in Jesus' name. Is somebody listening to this? In the verse 42. Pharaoh took his signet, uh, signet ring. In those days they didn't sign. They had a big ring like this. So whenever any decree was done, then they put it sealed. So he took that and put it and said, this man is appointed today as a prime minister of this country. All my people, Egyptians, he will rule over you. Whatever he says is what comes to pass. Father, help this country in the name of Jesus so that we will have such people who have descending spirit, especially for those of us who are privileged to have some brethren. Lord, may you give them the descending spirit, the power and the wisdom and the knowledge of your will to bring about this. In Jesus' name, and everybody shout a big amen. I pray that you will understand the prophetic nature of this service. You can also be helped. Hallelujah. There was a Joseph who was the solution. Wherever you are, may you be a solution. In Daniel chapter 5, verse 10 and 11, I want to show you. I want you, you see, I don't know how people see the Bible. In Daniel chapter 5, verse 10 and 11, Belshazzar, who had taken the seat from Nebuchadnezzar, who was so disrespectful to to God, Because the vessels that his father captured Judah and took from the house of the Lord and brought to Babylon. He was so proud that when he was having his party, he decided to use the vessel that was used in the house of the Lord for his girlfriends and from foolish people. 
God said, I. So God decided to send the hand. And the hand started writing on the wall. You, you are finished. If you think you are too proud, can I say something that will benefit you from today onwards? Anytime pride to, comes to instigate you, deal with it and get it out of your heart. Don't disrespect the elderly. Don't disrespect saints. Hallelujah. I wouldn't say pastor. For somebody to say yes, for myself. But don't do it. You will be blessed. This guy now begins to have this experience. I love something unique. How can you be dancing at a party and be very happy and then all of a sudden you stood up and your leg is shaking. It's shaking. If it is not the power of God, what else can it be? The guy was made useless. And now, beginning to see a hand writing and the hand had no body, has no mouth, He's not doing anything. And the writing, I don't understand. And he was confused. He, fear has filled his heart. And he brought all the people he thought they could give interpretation. They did not understand that. And then the queen mother who was old, like the one who died in Kumasi. Very old. Who had seen some things before. Came and said, oh king, don't be moved. There is a man in your kingdom. May God find people like this in the kingdom of Ghana. Hallelujah. There is a man in your kingdom. I love that statement. There is a man in your kingdom. Who understands. He has been given with the ability to understand things. If we brought him. Let's explain. Your father one day. Had an experience that nobody of the Babylonians could explain. But this guy, when he was called upon, he gave the answer. So I want to tell you, as long as he's alive, there is no need to be afraid. May God find such people in our land. I am offering myself and I'm offering you along. May you be a blessing to speak to people's lives. Today people don't fear God anymore. May you not be somebody who doesn't fear God. In the name of Jesus, may you be a candidate no matter what you do. May you be a candidate that you will carry the power of God. So that you will be able to tell. You know, there are fake people in this world. But they are also children of the Most High God. May you, and in fact, you qualify. Because Jesus lives in your heart. Shout a big amen. amen. There is a man in your kingdom whom the spirit of the Holy God. I love that. The spirit of the Holy God. And in those days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom. Can I pause for a second? Something tremendous he said. Light. And God says that I shall be a light to you. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. 
light, understanding, wisdom. Brethren, if there is anything you must seek for now, light, understanding, wisdom. As we hear the word of God, may your heart cry, be like this, in Jesus' name. Like the wisdom of the gods, in him and King Nebuchadnezzar, your father. Now let me read it well. There's a man in your kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy God, and in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. She herself, she didn't understand it, so okay, she's saying it in her language. We're found in the king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, the king, made him chief over the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. You know what that means? We come to a point we are afraid of people with contrary spirit. May the Lord anoint your spirit in such a way, in the name of Jesus Christ. That they may be magicians, they may be wicked people, but the Lord will lift you up and you will rule over all in the name of Jesus. We need that. Sometimes we are in positions we are afraid. Because somebody else is telling you that this person is juju. I don't give a... I want you to be careful. Damn, is correct. No, 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 I don't give. I don't care. I'm being careful these days, you see. Thank you very much. That, that's right. Hallelujah. Oh, you didn't say amen? Praise the Lord. Are you sure you're okay with me this morning? We haven't even reached a quarter of what I want to preach. Hallelujah. But I love the word of God. I love it very much. See, the difference between Daniel, the astrologers, the magicians, is the, fact, is, is the fact that in the spirit of Daniel was the spirit of God. Lord, may God's spirit rest in your spirit. If you don't understand it, let me explain it further. You see, we are spirit, soul, and body. We get born again by the Spirit. There's no outward change. But if you don't allow the Spirit of God to rest in your spirit, you have problems. That's why in, 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 in the epistles, John wrote something beautiful. He said, if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. In other words, if your spirit condemns you. You know, most of the time when we do something that is not correct, God does not condemn. He doesn't judge. But then your own spirit that he has saved and cleansed is the one who will begin to say to you, what you have done is not correct at all. Now, the Bible says that when your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. In other words, you can still now go back to God and say, Lord, I'm soon you'll be accepted. Praise the Lord. What a good God he is. I pray that this thing that I'm speaking, everybody else would understand in Jesus' name. 
So the Bible said, uh, you put it there for me. For if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. And he knows how many things. Praise the Lord. Anyway, you just take it off and take me back here. I will finish in five minutes. Though I haven't finished, I don't know because we have tied ourselves with time. Let me be obedient. Praise the Lord. I'm being honest with you. I'm not even caught up through with what I want to preach. Now, you see, are we, ah, John, very good. Verse number 24. God is what? Everybody, God is God is what? So your interaction with God can only be by the Spirit. But there's a good news. He, God, will not change for you. What did I say? But He will help you to be changed so that you can relate to Him well. That's what my title is. So simple as Understanding God is by the Spirit. Amen. I want you to know that if you will develop your spirit man, be ye renewed in the spirit of your knowledge or of your mind. When you get into the Word of God, most of us don't know the value of studying the Word of God. I want you to know that anybody who spends time on the Word of God Taste upon is somebody that you just give um, just give him few years to come. He can be very dangerous. The spirit of the Lord will illuminate, illuminate his mind. When his mind is renewed, anytime God says something to his spirit, he will catch it and he will display it. So if you want to be such candidate, make time for the word of God. Amen. First John. Now let me go to First Corinthians five five. What is there in First Corinthians five five? I will stop at this. Hmm. Delivered us as one to Satan. No, 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 no. Let me be Second Corinthians five five. Let me see what is there. Huh. Would you like to read the scripture for us quickly? One, two. Oh, bless the Lord. Would you speak this scripture one more time? One, two. Giving us the Spirit as a guarantee. Everybody who is born again, you have the Spirit as a guarantee. What you need to do is to develop so that you will see the mighty hand of God. God is bringing us to the level where He can communicate to us. As I said, time will not allow me to even bring, I've spoken about Joseph. 
are spoken about Daniel. We'll talk about many more people in the scriptures where it was so very easy because they perceived. This Daniel that I didn't spend much time on, he was such a tremendous guy that he could see into the future because God would always reveal into his spirit. I want your Christianity to yearn after such things that you will be able to perceive things concerning issues and you will align yourself. Thank God for this scripture that says that now he who has prepared us, may God prepare you and I to, to, for this very thing because of his spirit that will be able to perceive and know things. Let me tell you something. If you get born again, you become a candidate for this. If you are born again already, yearn that the Spirit of God that He has given unto you will begin to gush out in your own and become worthy instruments. God bless you. I've come to a close of my message because I don't want to be tempted to go further. I would have loved to preach, preach, preach until 2 o'clock, but I know that I will be arrested. Amen. Because I would have violated time. Would you bow down your heads for me in prayer? Probably you are here today. Probably it's your first time. Or probably you have been here uh, many times. But the truth is that your spirit is not alert as I said. Your spirit is not renewed. Your spirit is not born again. And you say, Pastor, I didn't know that I can get closer to God by becoming born again in my spirit. And so, Pastor, I would like for you to pray for me. If you want me to do that, wherever you are, if you lift up your right hand and you say, Pastor, I want to be born again. Wherever you are, if you lift up your right hand, I will see you. Bless you. Lift it up high. Don't be afraid at all. I see your hands. God bless you. Yes, God bless you too. God bless you there. God richly bless you. All those of you with your hands up, don't be afraid. Stand to your feet right now. Let me pray for you quickly, quickly, quickly. Stand to your feet. Don't be afraid at all. You see, we are living in days and time that God wants to do something with the spirit of man. We have been walking in blindness and a lot of things are crashing down on us. We don't want to do that anymore. And so we want to give God a chance in our lives. Those of you standing, please come to me at the altar here and I will pray for you. Quickly, quickly. You stood up. Come to me at the altar. Quick, 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 quick. Because we are coming to come to the Holy Communion. God bless you. God bless you. Quickly. Come and stand here right now. You see, sometimes you can find yourself worshipping at the wrong place. But God wants to bring you out and save your life. Because Jesus is waiting. All of you come closer to me, please. Just come closer to me. God richly bless you. It's a very serious time. I'm waiting for one more person. You know, most of the time we take it for granted. But I say to you, God would deal with only people whose hearts are so opened to Him. And He will come and live in your spirit. He will make the changes. He will crush the evil. He will destroy the powers of darkness. He will set you free by His Son, Jesus Christ. God bless you. Those of you right in front here. I want you to know something. You haven't come to me as a pastor. You have taken the steps of faith to come to Jesus. And so I want us to pray together to Him. Because 
If you say, Jesus, take my spirit, he will surely take your spirit. Alright, so say this prayer after me. My Lord Jesus, I come to you this afternoon acknowledging that I'm a sinner and I have sinned before you, but I repent of my sins. This day, Lord Jesus, I open my heart, I receive you as my Lord into my spirit. I want you to live in my spirit and help me to order my life by the spirit of the Lord and by the word of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you said, whosoever comes to you, you will never cast away. Receive me now as I receive you as my Lord and as my personal Savior. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me into my spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, 